Hey guys, it's Amanda from Good Grief Cookie Co. and welcome to Behind the Icing. Today I have Candace and Justine from Sugar Sweetery that are going to be talking about cookie kits. Right now it seems like everybody is making cookie kits. It's something that's fun for kids to do. They're stuck at home, they're bored, and who doesn't love delicious cookies, especially ones that they can be proud that they made themselves. So cookie kits have been all the rage lately and we are going to talk all about it. Hey guys, how's it going? Hi Amanda. Hi. Hey, so I typically don't have two people on my podcast. I think I've only done that, I think, once. Um, so if one of you guys could use a British accent, that would be perfect to just I volunteer Candace to you do know. that on me. <laughs> and then I'm like, good night, mate. Wait, that's not British. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if you guys don't know who I am chatting with, this is Candace and Justine, right? That's correct. Make sure I'm pronouncing yep. those right. <laughs> My husband, he has this this trick where he, when he doesn't remember somebody's name, he tells them, how do you spell your name again? <laughs> Which kind of backfired when the guy was like, um, S-A-M. Right, like easy. easy name. <laughs> now, our names are easy, but the business name makes it sound like you're drunk. So go ahead and try and say that. Sugar Sweetery. Yeah, you said a little drunk. No. Exactly. <laughs> Sugar sweetery. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I'm so excited to have you guys on the podcast. Um, We've been cookie friends for a while now. We actually met last year in person at Mm -hmm. CookieCon, which I'm so sad I did not get to go this year. I'm hoping to go next year. We're in the same boat. (laughs) We're right there. Are you guys looking forward to like trying to get to Florida or... Um, with the state of affairs, we're just trying to look forward to getting out of our four walls. <laughs> well, probably, I'm, I'm thinking the one for next year. This year's probably out of our yeah. sights at this point. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, so if you guys want to take a second to just, it, I was going to say briefly introduce, but you don't have to be briefly. You can talk as much as you want. It's my podcast. I can I can uh, <laughs> give you that, that leeway. If you guys want to introduce yourselves kind of talk about who you are your business um little rundown big rundown whatever sure so i'm justine um and candace and i own sugar sweetery it's something i started on my own and definitely roped her into it um she is now the full-time baker so i've taught her everything how to bake it all which left me a lot of time because i was still working full-time for the most part to do a lot more decorating. So I'm the main decorator and she's the baker. And how I got roped into this business is um, she was kind of busy during one of her order weeks. And she's like, oh my goodness, you're so amazing at making dough. You're so amazing at making icing. You should help me out more. And then just kept over <laughs> Just kept adding it on. Just to kept plate. adding it on to me. Oh my goodness. The puppy dog guys, I need help. <laughs> So, so being a, a all-star baker was not like your lifelong dream. Justine always teases people that like, I can't even make pizza, which I can. Okay. One time I burned cardboard in the stove and she will not forget about it. But yes, uh, it was not definitely my forte, but um, it's something that I've grown to actually really, really love. Um, 
in my past life, I was a retail manager and I was all about like inventory and processes and customer service. And so like, I've really found that that translates into cookies. And I think that once I saw like the business part of like what she was doing, that's what attracted me the most. And then of course, you know, for us to be able to take on more and more volume, I had to learn how to bake. I would say uh, I usually tease her that she's the Chef Ramsay of baking because she is not the, she is not the nicest teacher at all. But I love her to death, and we're killing it. But without killing each other, that you so are that's good. It worked. I'm a tough love kind of person, especially especially yeah. in quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes. Don't make me sound that bad. Now, how long have you guys been baking? So I've been baking my whole life. It's something I loved doing as a kid. Um, I started in cakes probably 10 to 12, I want to say longer than 10 years ago. So doing fondant and all of that stuff, which I don't do anymore. Um, and Candace really has only started baking the last, what, three years? Four years, yeah. Three, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. And you guys do that full-time yes, now, right? Yes, we both do it full-time. So she, she really got... Um, fully into it when she left the retail career and we pulled Hudson from daycare and she stayed at home with him. Um, that's where she really took over the, the business side of it with dealing with customers and doing all the baking and prepping me and getting me ready after I came home from work to do all the decorating. And then I just left my full-time job in September of 2019. So we're fully into this, which is kind of scary at this point in time with what's going on, but it's working. Yeah, we've talked about that a little bit um, personally, yes. not here right now in this past couple <laughs> minutes, but <laughs> we've, we've chatted a little bit about that, about, um, you know, how this uh, quarantine and lockdown, whatever you want to call it, is um, because you guys are here in California, right. like I am, and how we're all in that shelter in place thing right now, um, but you guys are still open. You guys are still baking and, and doing a great job. Um pushing out yes. those pastries absolutely <laughs> so <laughs> gotta feed the stress yeah and and kind of you know we had to pivot <laughs> on what would work during this time because you know we had a lot of orders postponed um not a lot of cancels but we had a lot of events we'd like to do a lot of classes we'd like to do a lot of pop-ups so that all got pushed to the wayside and part of switching gears was you know starting to do a lot more of the cookie kits and paint your own and all of that good stuff yeah and um oh I hate this I hate when like <laughs> when we're recording and I completely that's okay <laughs> what I was just gonna ask you oh you guys work out now I remember you guys work out of a shared Correct. commercial we kitchen. do and I think that's pretty interesting I know a lot of home bakers they work from home but you guys actually made that move to um a kitchen so how has that experience been so i would say it's a good experience um it was just like the love of all of our customers that got us to where we're at and got justine to be able to come into this full time with me um and i i'm a veteran so for me um a lot of the paperwork and everything was free so once i just started getting um information from the county from the state for what they needed um and finding out that a lot of the permits and stuff that i needed were free um i kind of said okay what's the sky's the limit let's do this and um we were kind of coming up because you know as most of us that are we're home bakers. There's the CFO licensing that has restrictions on what ingredients you can use, how much money you could make. We were kind of coming into the limit of both of those. And so we're like, okay, let's just go full force. If you're going to leave work soon, then let's just do this. Um, it did take me a long time to find a commercial kitchen that was right for us. I had to kiss a lot of frogs. Um, 
but um, I did find a, a kitchen that works for us. Um, it is different um, being in a different controlled environment. Challenges. Yeah, because yeah. we're sharing the kitchen with other. Um, there is another baker there. Um, they do some stuff for um, a car company. Um, and then there's like meal prep and then, you know, different, just different food. So it is different to like have that in that same space. But um, for us, we love it because um, I'm in love with the Hobart first off. Right. The mixer for sure. Um, the, <laughs> the space and just, you know, the, the messes we can make with powdered <laughs> sugar and flour that's not in our home, which is nice. And honestly, I think the other thing I love about the kitchen is because we just went there this evening is that when we get there, we're in work mode. It's so business. We are in and we get the job done and we're out. Whereas at home, you know, you can kind of be a little lackadaisical with it. And like, oh, I'll get to those cookies. Yeah, they're over there calling me. But when we're in the kitchen, it's like, that's all we do. We're so focused and we pound out a lot. And we get along amazing. That's awesome. We're way better in the kitchen together. Yeah, it's know. like honeymoon every time we go to the kitchen. <laughs> and so we're always like, we could have the roughest day. And especially, you know, hello, being in quarantine right now, your kid's driving you nuts. And then we clock in at the kitchen and we're just like, lovebirds yeah. in in the mode we read each other's minds it's like we're in the group i don't know it's just crazy what happens there you're like let's just knock out yeah, exactly we're good right now you guys do more than oh yes. yes yeah we do we try to do it a, a lot of stuff we do a lot of cakes cupcakes um sugar cookies obviously are huge we try to do a lot of different more for me. I, since I'm like the passionate baker here, I like to try different recipes, different um, combinations of flavors, all of that good stuff. So one of my bigger things that I delved into was making macarons since November. So I've kind of gotten that under my belt and that's, and it's still finicky, but it's just that passion, that trying to figure it out, that science, like, oh, I can do this. What else can I do? And then I'm just on the fat side and I'm like, I... this sounds good. Can you make this? Can I have cream puffs on hand? Oh, can I have eclairs this week? Like, she's putting it in order. <laughs> right. I actually just made some macarons uh, yesterday. I've been eating oh, yes, them all that. day today. But you had hot Cheetos <laughs> in yours, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. I did. Okay, so I have to say something about that, though, because I know whenever you have like hot Cheetos and you add them to like the ganache is kind of still moist and um, I brown them up and I knew they were not going to be crunchy because it's going to, you know, take on that moisture. So I thought I would get more of the flavor, but really just kind of tastes like a spicy chocolate, which I love hot Cheetos and chocolate. Like that's like, I love like M&Ms and some hot Cheetos together. And so I've always wanted to try it. And so I thought what better way than since I'm already making macarons and then, some chocolate ganache and some hot Cheetos. So if anybody wants to try that, just be aware they're not going to be crunchy, which like I said, I knew that, but it really, you, I think I still need to make some adjustments with it. Cause I, I wanted it to be spicier than what it, than what it came out, but it was good. good. Yeah. Not bad, that but... little bit of heat with the chocolate's always yummy. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I tried a different recipe than what I've used before that was successful. And I, I have a thermometer in my oven and I thought to myself, it said the recipe, be very sure that your oven, you guys know your oven temperature is very key. Be sure that your, your oven reads at this temperature. And me, I was like, I know what I usually set my oven at because it runs a little hotter than what my dial says. And I know better than the thermometer (laughs) in my oven. So I went ahead and was like, I'm going to throw these in there anyway. And sure enough. Some of them came out cracked because my oven was too hot. The worst. They still taste good, but it's the worst. 
they still taste good. Yeah, and luckily it was only like more on one side of my pan because also my oven bakes un- yeah, ours, unevenly. Ours at home does too. And I didn't want the ones in the them. kitchen. They're yeah. they're both calibrated different, so we have to really make sure that we use only one of them when she's doing max. It was and like that's the a- hardest thing to figure out. Um, just even for sugar cookies, the the ovens there and what what temperature works. Plus, they're they're really the convection. So even just the blowing of the air is even more than what your own um home kitchen oven does it's crazy right that was a learning curve but we worked with it well good i'm glad you got that figured out and if you ever want to send some (laughs) i want to give me my address (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah putting it in order myself i will definitely read you uh i want to come and take one of your your cake classes that's something else you guys um, offer or you guys started doing those yes, yes we were supposed to have one today actually and oh, we're very sad that um we're trying yeah, to, we're trying not. to figure out the postponement <laughs> date right now uh, i like the cake ones i think they're fun yeah something different out of the out of the cookie realm yeah. just trying to do cakes which a lot of people don't know a lot of tips and tricks on the cakes i guess that if you're not a normal baker then it's helpful to kind of learn some of those tips and tricks I've, I say I have right. years of experience of fails, mainly. I've learned from failures. <laughs> That's the best way to learn and yes. the most delicious way. <laughs> My tummy agrees. <laughs> I made uh, cupcakes for my son's birthday uh, his birthday's tomorrow and I made him we did a drive-by birthday party for him this morning and so I made cupcakes to put out for my family to grab a cupcake as they drove by and instead of using again my tried and true recipe that I always use I was like nah let me try something new which I'm not real <laughs> happy how they turned out and uh, my mom was like don't worry you haven't made anything bad yet I said there's a first time for everything so. every time I want to try a new recipe I feel like I'm on like a baking challenge show and I'm like okay I'm under the clock and I've got to make sure I get this right and then when it doesn't turn out I'm like oh the judges are gonna tell me something well chef Ramsey over here is gonna tell me something but yes I totally am with you it's like the most terrifying thing to try a new recipe what is the favorite, your favorite, both, I'll ask each, each one of you to answer. What is the favorite thing that you have or together or separately baked? Like your favorite thing. Okay, so. Like to eat or to make? Because that's two separate things. Maybe. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm not going to lie. Justine spoiled me when we first started dating and would make me like fresh baked chocolate chips, like on a daily basis. And um, they were nothing like <laughs> I had ever had before. I know the double tree recipes out there and people are saying that one's bomb, but my wife's is, is really awesome. Well, now they're mine. Now they're yours because you bake them now. But, oh yeah, I can make it anytime now. So I'm like, hey. Well, and I've perfected their sizes and how beautiful <laughs> she, they look. And... She seems to think she's better at making them than me. <laughs> now. So I'll let her have that. But, um, oh my gosh. Ugh. I think we both agree on chocolate chips. That's yeah. our favorite. Like if, we're so sick of sugar cookies. I think most people are. So we don't eat a lot of like leftover sugar cookies or try to even have leftover sugar cookies. But chocolate chips do not last in our house. Yeah, definitely. Not It's like <laughs> you're eating two at a time. Yeah. <laughs> you just can't be in a classic chocolate chip cookie. Wait, do you like nuts or no? Ooh. Yeah, you don't like nuts, do you? Me? no I do I was like I thought we took the best friend quiz and you like nuts (laughs) yeah (laughs) I like peanuts I like I think everything but pecans I don't I don't like dang it I like pecan pie 
We could still be friends, though. I know. I was going to say, me and you can't. We're so close, and then there's that one edge every time. (laughs) That's okay, though. The the scale's still tipping in your favor. We're still still besties. But yeah, as long as you don't like We talked about this. (laughs) It's a seasonal thing. I'm not like the pumpkin spice latte girl that wears Uggs, okay? But a pumpkin pie, you know, every (laughs) once in a while on a holiday. (laughs) I'll allow it. I'll allow it. (laughs) Okay, so one of the reasons I asked you guys to be on the podcast other than I think you guys are just amazing and totally killing it um I love your business and I love everything you guys post um I think you guys are doing a fantastic job and I'm just super psyched for people to get to hear from you um but also in the middle of all this quarantine you guys are still able to bake and you have been making cookie kits and that's something that's really big right now, really popular. It seems like certain things kind of hit in popularity at certain times. And right now people are wanting something fun for their kids to yes, do because they absolutely. are bored. I think I joke in, in our little um, pre-sale that we do. It's like, if you need to keep your kids busy for like 10 to 15 minutes, because I mean, they'll go through the cookie kits fast. But I'm like, out of your hair for 10 to 15 minutes. It's worth it. Right, right. So I, that's why I, you know, I, I had asked you guys if you'd be willing to come on and talk about cookie kits. Um, and do, do, is there anything else you guys wanted to add in before we jump into no, cookie no, kits? No, no, I think we're good. Okay. All right. So when you guys make your cookie, and that's kind of a, a, an easy question, but I thought I would still throw it out there. Um, when you guys are deciding to make your cookie kits, how do you choose a theme for it? So them? mostly it's like our creativity but um justine's specialty is she makes these really cute sprinkle mixes so sometimes i honestly just take her sprinkle mixes as inspiration um we had this really cute one that she made for a little girl's birthday like seriously like think think, like two years ago but it had llamas and cactuses in it and i was like oh my god i want to make this into a cookie kit and then i just like incorporated colors that i thought would be cute and so that's kind of how that one came to life um and then once this quarantine thing started we were like oh we've We've got to, we got to figure out how to like do business. We kind of brainstormed, but we were like, there's so many kids missing birthdays right now and they're not able to have their families over and parties. So then we were like, let's do a birthday kit where they can decorate their own cake. They can decorate their own, you know, this and that. So we try to figure out, make sure we have enough that's girly versus kind of boyish. So, you know, mermaids, um, unicorns for girls. And then we had dinosaurs and started doing like a space theme that one really took voyage. off the space the astronaut one was really popular. really took off <laughs> the space one took yes. off like a oh rocket. my god like i was so clever <laughs> i didn't that notice <laughs> my beastie gets me uh so do you offer multiple themes at a time or do you just stick to like one theme and then like here throw it out there this is what we're offering and then the next time there's a different theme or um so the first time around i think we did like eight different designs and so the last few times we've done it we've only done five um just so we can kind of maintain the quantity kind Um, of based on you know the first round what kind of did well versus not and kind of went from there yeah and we also started out when we first started we were doing the six cookies with three icings and a sprinkle and the dozen cookies with two sprinkles and what four icings right and it's interesting how people buy because not many people wanted the dozen kit, but somebody would buy two of the six kits. So we would just all <laughs> six kits um, more recently, like right before Easter when we were still doing all the di- different themes, 
we just stuck with all six cookie kits. Right. Okay, awesome. Yeah, that was going to be my next question was how oh. many cookies do you typically okay. put in a kit? So the six sells yeah. better than the did. 12. Yeah, for us it did. Okay, awesome. And then you said you used four, you try to stick to four If it's a six, colors. we do three colors and then we do um, one little sprinkle. One little sprinkles. And we don't, um, we don't even put like, uh, I think you had asked us in advance if we put like a little cheat sheet or even decorate them. We didn't even do that. We just threw an old cookie kit from forever ago that we had a picture of on our website and said, hey, we're going to do cookie kits, listed the themes and went from there. And then started, when we actually made them, started taking pictures of just the cookie shapes and the icing colors they kind of get with them and have been posting those each week. And then I'm a huge collector of washi tape. So (laughs) (laughs) I like trying my best to match her sprinkle collections with my washi tape so that people have a lot of inspiration. about her washi tape, but but I I appreciate it. But yeah, but then when somebody (laughs) orders like a dinosaur kit and a mermaid kit, they know which is which, and then they have inspiration off of their washi and their sprinkles to be able to decorate. So we kind of, Justine always puts this really cute paper inside there that like tells them, you know, massage your bags and here's how to open them and um, you know, to really just use your creativity and tag us in the pictures. We'd love to see it. So like, I think it really encourages the kids to not feel like they have to follow any certain, you know, any design, they can really just have fun with it. I think it's the little details like that, like the washi tape that coordinates that really makes um, things pop. I think that's, you know, it's a nice touch. Yes, Candace is really good with her packaging. I have to give her props for that. (laughs) So when you guys make your icing, what consistency would you say that you use for uh, it? You know what? I've never timed my consistency. It is a, I use a thicker icing and I just give that to everybody too. I don't switch it up for the kits. So mine is, gosh, I want to say it's probably, what's a thicker one? Like a 20, 25, 20? You know, that's, I don't really count mine either. I just go by like how I right. know it should run what you like. and settle and right. Do you guys in, in your own cookie decorating, do you do two icing consistencies? Do you outline one consistency? And then yes, that's a hard word to say. Over absolutely over. <laughs> not because ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I Some use two different bags. I have like an outline <laughs> opening on a bag and a flood opening on a bag but it's all the same icing ah okay okay all right so then you guys talked about your packaging so what size box do you typically use for your cookie kits or do you use a bag or how do you guys we um we do use a box and we use it's we buy them on amazon and in fact we bought some at the what middle of march and they literally just came yesterday (laughs) so it's a little delayed um they're from southern (laughs) trade champion or yes that's southern champion oh yeah that's i love these too love them and it's the smaller i think it's the five by eight and a half or something like that we just got the box candace was running out to go check it <laughs> five by eight. Yeah, i was right <laughs> i love their boxes yeah i love their boxes i actually when i first started doing cookies i used their uh oh, craft yeah color the browner the brown boxes um I like the rustic kind of look of it but there was some kind of issue where they will not ship it to California that anymore box? The craft and box? so I had to switch yeah That's yeah weird. the size that I was using they would 
yeah, I know. And I even had pe- people in other cities try to have it shipped to where they were at. <laughs> and I would go pick it up and they were like, no, they won't ship it to California. The and white. so I had to switch to oh. the white box. You're box. like, maybe it's yeah. because they don't know where my Which town is. is. <laughs> but then they ship. Well, that's money. what I thought. I was like, maybe if I get a bigger city. Man, that's <laughs> that's weird. But I even had There's friends a few in LA. sprinkle mixes online yeah. on Amazon that have done that where they won't ship to me. Oh, yeah. We've had that before. It's very strange. And it's just so weird. We're like, why can't we have magenta? That's yeah. so weird. <laughs> California nope. can't have magenta. No. no. <laughs> yeah, so all of in that five by eight, so, the six cookies, the three smaller bags of icing. How much icing do you think we give? Like an ounce and a half, two ounces of each color? I want to say an ounce and a half, maybe. Yes. Sometimes we weigh it. Sometimes we don't. Honestly, we got a really good size like ice cream scoop. That's the perfect amount to just use that one ice cream scoop and dump it in. So we don't even have to weigh in. That's a good idea. The red handle one. The red handle. (laughs) Um, And then just the sprinkles. And it all fits in the box perfectly. Candice um, heat seals all the cookies together. We have the bag sealer for the icing. So that makes it easy to kind of breeze through. Um, and little containers to put the sprinkles in. I used to be crazy and, and not all the bags and seal all. Yeah, we used to not all the bags, and I used to seal the sprinkles individually. And then I just got like those little cute um, saucer cups that have the lids, and started putting the sprinkles in those. And then yeah. we got the sealer mm-hmm. machine, and like now we can pound through some cookie kits. Yes. And thank goodness we had all that stuff before the quarantine happened because um, that's we'll not see. a fun task to be knotting a bunch of bags yeah. for a small kit and. Although there was an issue trying to find or get our bags. So luckily we live literally like a mile from Lisa at Borderlands. Um, and she has bags. I was like, oh, yay. So we now we got a whole stack of them. But I'm like, I was worried there for a second. Yeah. So do you do you heat seal your no. frosting bags? Just or do you need the little tape? Do you like do the tape? Do you heat seal uh, okay. yours? Okay. Because now okay. I'm curious. No. <laughs> No, I, I, I want to say that I've heard somebody say they d- they've done that. I, I don't know. Maybe better, I'm making that up. <laughs> that tape sealer just doesn't work, especially if you have kids that are like. Well, that, that was going to be my question next. My my question that that would be my question next. No, that was my next question. Um, with the tape sealing the the piping bags because. I have taught kids classes and they do, they just squeeze and sometimes uh, they oh, don't adults, yeah. even adult classes where they, they, they still, you know, it still comes out what the I, top. What and I've tried to do to make them a little I, bit tighter is um, saying... I twist them like really, really taut and then seal them. And right. that's helped a little bit. And then you just do like that extra loop, but even still, yeah, kids are strong. Yeah. They're resilient. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think I think for time wise, I think it's it's still the best mm-hmm. method to seal the bags for quantity and time. Um, <laughs> unless you've ever seen Ashley from Crumbs tie a bag, I she's she like a wizard a bag ninja. <laughs> and that's how it yes. worked for a long time. Yeah, I watched her <laughs> yeah. when we were in Texas. Yeah, we were in Texas uh, doing that retreat, and she was just like tying these bags and knotting them like before That's we could even crazy. seal them with like, the tape thing like it was yeah. pretty- we used that to have some skill. yeah we used to have a good system yeah. for a while and then we were like okay now we have this yeah <laughs> no yeah i use the same thing and then the little cups for the sprinkles that's a great idea um those are super super yeah, inexpensive and, and you know pretty quickly yeah yeah 
Now you said something a little bit about you do put a little paper with instructions, like to massage your bag. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Just because you know, the icing separates from the sugar or the water from the sugar. So most people who don't decorate don't realize that. And I don't want them to have just this big old bit when they first open their bags. So we kind of just put instructions in there to massage or knead the bags. And then um, I think I mentioned something about cutting little, like less than more when you're cutting the opening of the bag. Um, and then I think I That's just said, kinda, it, it does, there's not you a lot of train wheels and then you got to ride your bike. <laughs> <laughs> She's got an analogy for everything. Also, I can get off on anything. I love it. So don't get me started. <laughs> awesome all right so you you guys said you don't include a picture um i've seen i've seen people that include pictures and instructions and things like that um some people are adding you know where you could watch Mm -hmm. a video of them decorating them um there's i think there's a lot of ways that people can make these you know really their own um if you're deciding to sell cookie kits like um, there's a lot of different ways to change it up but i think you guys um, that's a good idea to add that little that little instruction thing because you're absolutely right if somebody gets a bag that where the icing is separated you're going to open it and get like <laughs> that icing snot yes. like, you know that's always fun um, <laughs> how do you guys like promote your your uh, cookie kits how do you let people know so about them first we you know like Justin was saying we try to get really good staging pictures to give people like an idea of what they're going to get um, we use our Wix website um, where we can add um, product into our shop. And then once we get all of our pictures taken, our descriptions put in, um, you can talk about this. Justine likes to do a fun promotional email. Yeah. So I, through Wix, you can set up an email to go out to everybody who's signed up for your site. So I do one through that so that everybody who's currently been customers and stuff of ours kind of knows that we've got them out there. Um, Instagram and Facebook are really our only other methods outside of our website. Um, and I tried to gauge how many people actually pay attention to stories for Instagram versus the actual feed. And I find that it's hit or miss. So I try to do it in both when we've got an actual pre-sale coming up and that seems to help. And then I guess, so Facebook, you can do it on your own business page, but then we're in like a community page for our neighborhood. And a lot of our neighbors are our customers. So I kind of post in that one, um, yeah, yeah, I think that's probably it. Awesome. And whenever you guys do your sell, do you do porch pickups right now? I know it's going to be a little bit different, like if right. this were outside of quarantine. Um, typically, okay, let's let's <laughs> separate it then. Typically, <laughs> if you did a cookie kit, uh, how would you? The only time we do cookie kits is if it's like a holiday like... and we're at like a pop up. Or um, we do have our product in a few shops here in Sacramento. So like we'll do them as like a consignment there. Um, we typically don't do them like just with regular orders unless it's like something that someone requested for like for a birthday party. party. Um, so to be real, this is new territory for us as well. Um, okay. Where we, we're, we're, we're just putting where them we're doing the them porch. as a one-off yeah. on, our, on our shop. Okay, awesome. And yeah. then now we're <laughs> in quarantine time. And now we're just putting them out with a um, bag. Yeah, so everything and just gets extra sealed and extra bagged and <laughs> labeled um, with their names. Labeled, and then we try to keep. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> bit like oh, Lysol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No, and then we just um, <laughs> it's a secret ingredient, just so you know. We just have our, our table stage with, you know, plastic <laughs> wrap. I don't know. No, it's just tablecloths, but I clean them and stuff. Um, and then we just put, set them up by letters and then just um, have everything marked where, you know, people can easily just come and grab. Um, and then we've been doing local deliveries um, just, to try to, just to try to make it easier to drop off at people's doorsteps and have surprises for them. And create, you know, less traffic awesome. people being out. Now, right. Is there anything else you guys want to add in about cookie kits that I may oh, have gosh. forgotten? Or I, I, I always think like afterwards, I like, just, oh, I should have asked this or, you know, right. like when you're in a job interview and you're I just like, think is there that, any like, questions you have I, I think for it's me? awesome you're that like, you're bringing no. it up and to any other cookier <laughs> that's interested in doing it. Like, don't think that you have to be like anybody else. Like, just because we put washi tape and just because we put this and do that, like, do your own thing and kind of, you know, your customers and your fan base. So just kind of go with what, you know, works for you. what works for you. Like, unicorns happen to be something that's super popular for us. I, don't, I mean, I'm sure I'm the sure fad everybody. is everybody, yeah. but I mean, like, we have customers on a weekly basis. We're making unicorn cookies or cakes. So we're like, duh, we're making a unicorn, unicorn cookie decorating kit. And then with us being, you know, like I said earlier with the birthdays, like, so we just try to think of things that already are top of mind mm-hmm. to us. And then we have in like stories, you know, like reached out to customers. What are you guys interested? What do you want to see? Um, so gauging interest, gauging interest yeah. and stuff. The only other thing I would maybe comment on is um, pricing maybe. And that kind of just depends on how many cookies you're doing and what you're throwing in with the kits. So if you've got more than icing than what we would have or the other person just make sure you're you know you're actually pricing appropriately appropriately for yourself yeah I think that's one of those you know it's not really hot button issues but it's one of those things where people it's a it's a tough topic yes um because it depends on where you live on um, your client base um things like that it's just one of those um, one of those things that's hard to discuss because what might be a good price for where you're right. at might not be a good price for where somebody else is at. But I um, I definitely think that um, just kind of look around and see if there's anybody else doing what you're doing yeah. and yeah. compare. Definitely maybe place yourself to... in the market that you're in for sure. Absolutely. And there's, there's, and, yeah. <laughs> and, and add usually cookies are no, pretty kidding. awesome to be able to have, take as partners, you know, so reach out to someone that's near you and, Get some advice. And... Right. We've got lots of baking friends in the area. Awesome. That's great. I always try to tell people who are just starting out making, you know, cookies or whatever. They're like, I just don't know what to do or who to talk to. I'm, I tell them, just reach out. Just talk to somebody. You know, you'll never know who you're going to be friends with until you just give it a chance. Like just if somebody, some of these bigger name cookiers might not oh, yeah. have the time because they get so many messages. It does not, they're not nice people. A lot of them are really great, but they just get so many messages. It's really hard right. to um, connect with them. But if you find, just keep trying, just try different people, ask questions. If you get turned away or no response, it's going to happen. And okay. don't take it personally. There's just so many of us move out on there. To the next so, yeah, you'll, you'll find, find somebody, somebody who can you jive with. Cookie friends. Yeah. Um, sure. Jumping back then, since where we, I think, discussed, I think just about everything we can about the cookie kits. So kind of just jumping back to you guys, what are your future goals? For so we've kind of talked about, we never see ourselves at a storefront level. I don't think we're ever going to get to that. Um, but we would like our own space. Our own space. Possibly our own space. 
we did look at some some things actually before all this happened, which is kind of ironic. We were looking at some like warehouse spaces that have offices attached and just kind of keeping our minds open. We've teeter tottered around with the food truck idea. Um, we think- have a little cart that I need to finish so we can do pop ups with our cart. So, you know, because it's like 110 degrees here in Sacramento in the summer that our stuff just wants to melt. We've got, right. we've got a lot of different ideas. We just need to like settle and yeah. drive towards one. Right. If we could get our own space, though, to have classes and be able to bake out of and just go crazy organization with all of our, oh, my gosh, we have so much packaging and materials that if I could just have it all in one warehouse, that'd be so amazing. Awesome. Awesome. Is there anything you guys want to add in about anything at all about doesn't he have it could just be life in general? No, I'm kidding. Oh my god, thank you so much for having us. Yeah. What are your political views? I know, you, I know Candace and I write you on different different accounts. She writes you on a personal and I write you on the business. But we've loved getting to know you over the last few years. And we appreciate you reaching out to us thinking that we're somebody when we're Aww. nobodies, but yeah. we'll take it. <laughs> yeah, and ho- hopefully hopefully everybody is staying. I, we're all we're all somebody. Isn't there a song like that? That everybody right. is somebody to someone. I think there is. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, that's not it. Something like I, I was just gonna do some kind of theme like that. Like it's an old crew oh, or song no. or something. <laughs> Maybe that's oh, that. Yeah. Everybody needs somebody. I think that's what somehow. I was about to sing. But I don't know. I could totally after this. I'll send it to you in a message. Yeah. <laughs> I just hope everybody is like you know hanging in there and yeah, keeping positive true. thoughts and you know. What's keeping um, you guys sane honest, right now? Yeah, like alcohol. Uh, alcohol. <laughs> we we've listened to quite a few podcasts where the hosts are drinking, so we <laughs> almost poured a drink during this podcast, but we wanted to keep it cookie, <laughs> cookie PG. Right. <laughs> I've got my my ice water right here with my little color change. Oh, wow. so I'm a little festive. <laughs> um, <laughs> wild night. Uh, Any of what the murder ones. Are you guys listening to? I know. I see. I know we share a mutual love. Yeah, of absolutely. Serial killers. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We watch all the Same. Margarino and Crime Junkies. So and... I'll be honest. I haven't listened to the Jensen and Holes, and I saw it started last year. I don't know where I was all of last year, so I started it from the beginning and have gotten pretty far into it now. They're, I, I, I like their, uh, their podcast. Yep, the Murder really Squad, yes. uh, Squatter- Murder Squad, Murder right? no, Squatterinos. Yeah, they're Squatterinos, yes. I, I enjoy theirs because, and I can't remember which one, one of them yeah. used to, like, Holes. be in law enforcement or is still sort of in law enforcement. Or, yes, and so I love his take on all these crimes because it's, like, an insider right. kind and of, And I also like you know, that he's kind of, point he's of from the Contra Costa County, so... It's like Northern California. He knows a lot of the cases up in this area, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. And then did you see that they just covered um, oh, ah. Tiger King, the Carol I Baskin, need to go listen to that. All I that they covered it. So I need to go listen to some more recent one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, I believe they just did... Oh, what was the one I just listened to about? They just did a two-part series about um, serial killers who try or oh, move yes. people that's in by trying to take them. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. that's like one of the big draws. Yes, and I didn't realize there was so many. It was yeah, a good um, serial killers that, that was did that. Actually, yeah, so pretty interesting. 
<gasps> yeah. There's a lot of crazies out there. Super interesting. <laughs> and apparently I like hearing about every single one. Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I catch myself if I'm baking because that, that's my go-to. If I'm baking, um, I'll put on the, you know, for a podcast. Yeah. Like I tried to do like, the uplifting, like motivational <laughs> podcast and it quickly went to like nope I gotta listen to a murder crime show one I can't and I I love the way what is it Lester Holt and the other guy I, you dateline? The dateline. I love the dateline because I love their voices like I could just dateline like, yes for hours to their voices because yes. I just get lost in whatever they're saying I'm like okay I liked it yeah my mom's actually the one that told me that dateline had a podcast where they they yep, did yeah. the um, their That's episodes we in the, the kitchen podcast we're baking yeah. So, <laughs> dateline. yeah go back and forth same <laughs> there's actually a lot of bakers who are really into like so serial killers you know, and murder podcasts with everybody else, then. <laughs> right? yeah. just when you we'll think you're you and kill you later <laughs> right <laughs> you can't you can't be you know a serial killer and a baker. Right. You got baking makes you That's happy. That's the, the balance that we have between the show, right? Is the baking. Although we could lure people in. <laughs> no, 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 let's not incriminate ourselves. <laughs> my husband always tells people he's like, we watch because my husband's all into you know forensic files and all that stuff too. Like he's like way into all this just like I am and so he always tells people if anything happens to me my wife probably did it because right. she's she's she knows how to get away with it <laughs> right I was joking with him since we're here you know here no in one Oregon, would ever know and he has nowhere to go <laughs> right well I was joking with him you know because I gave him something to eat we've been watching forensic files I think he had been binge watching it all day and I made him something to eat and he kind of like looked <laughs> at like, it and I go, it's not freeze. poison <laughs> like Okay, so there goes your next funny video you need to make. Is you something know. along those lines. Yes, do it. Right. Oh, I've had I've had this idea for a video and I have like even set it all up in the kitchen to to record and the kids were just not cooperating. And then by the time they went to bed, I was like asleep and so I didn't get to record it. But I've got a great idea for a video that I'm hopefully gonna be able to do while we're in oh, quarantine. We, oh, we love like, them. Yeah. Be on the lookout for that. And real. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard doing, you know, doing those when the kids are, I can't do them when the kids are awake, but, um, right? you know, especially now they're in quarantine because they're never gone. They're <laughs> always those here. grandma visits. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then just like, you know, with the, with the podcast, you guys were so gracious enough to yes. record with More me at 1130 hours. at night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But um, it it does make it difficult because I don't want to, you know, to take all this time away and ask my husband, hey, can you kind of keep the kids quiet and in the room so I can go <laughs> sit in the other room and laugh yeah, with my friends? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it just, I appreciate that you guys were willing to to record at night um, so we could all, and I know you guys, he's <laughs> so, so adorable. He is such a ham. He oh rules the goodness. roost, man, I tell you. Oh, he's a cookie monster. <laughs> oh, that's my Christopher. Oh, he's such a cutie, too. You're going to oh, have to tell him happy birthday from us. I know. Too bad we couldn't do the drive-by, dang it. <laughs> I, I will, drive-by. I will. 
<laughs> we'd be like asleep on your grass and be like guys okay <laughs> i feel like that's okay guys we'll just i'll bring you some cupcakes <laughs> but no he was so cute running out to the cars no. and grabbing like the little present and like running back he was like this is my kind of thing like i love Perfect. this well it works right <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think I might do all birthdays. Right? It was over super fast. There was no cleanup, no prep, no nothing. He's like, to an extent, I kind of like social distance, right? <laughs> I... <laughs> all right, guys. Well, it's been so much fun chatting with you. Um, and I always give you one more chance no, if there's anything else you wanted yeah. to add in. Awesome. Okay. Thank well, thank you guys us. again for yes, being on the you. podcast and no problem. And um, you guys go, not you guys, but you guys listeners <laughs> go out and follow Sugar Sweetery. I will for sure tag them in all of this. I'll try to post some <laughs> embarrassing pictures of them. If She's I actually find really good at finding kidding. photos. So, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I am. <laughs> But uh, everybody stay safe and you guys too. Thanks, Amanda. Thank you. Thank you again. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. I just want to say again, thank you to Candace and Justine for recording with me today and talking about cookie kits. We had so much fun chatting. They're a ton of fun. And if you don't follow them, please go do that. They, they are doing a great job with their business and I hope to have them on again to talk about different topics. I hope everybody's staying safe and healthy. I know it's hard during this time, um, with everything going on. If you guys anybody out there listening just needs an ear to listen or I guess eyes to read if you want to <laughs> send me a message um, I'm always here if you need to talk uh, my inbox is always open <laughs> uh, as always you guys feel free to send me funny um, customer stories oh I blinked for a minute <laughs> quarantine brain <laughs> but feel free to send me funny customer stories or crazy customer stories and I will share them on here um, I'm gonna try to get back into and I think I say this every time get back into making these podcasts more frequently um, but life is just getting in the way even when we you are quarantined at home uh, my daughter Molly I don't know if I mentioned it last episode, but um, she had had a seizure and she just had another one about two days ago. So we are dealing with that in the midst of all this and um, just trying to hang in there. So if you guys need anything, I'm always here. Thank you guys for giving a listen and we'll see you next time. Bye. What do you want, bud? Okay. <laughs>